Hello, Nick DeGilio on 720 WGN. We're live in the Skyline studio on a Sunday night into Monday morning. Uh, Marty DeRosa and uh, Sarah Joy Shockey are a couple that uh, have a web uh, a podcast called Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. And we love to have them on talk about uh, some pro wrestling. Um, and uh, SummerSlam, WWE pay-per-view SummerSlam was... Uh, was earlier tonight and we want to get their thoughts on that and much much more and it's always a lot of fun to talk wrestling with marty and sarah hello marty hey nick how's it going all right sarah how are you i'm great how are you good 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 um all right so uh, first of all um uh, marty tell us about the uh, podcast uh marty and sarah love wrestling we have kind of a uh a comedic take on the world of professional wrestling every week uh wherever you get your podcasts there you go. And it's uh, you can see it at uh, Marty and Sarah uh, Love Wrestling dot com. That is correct. How long? Uh, ho- hello, Sarah. How long have you been doing the uh, podcast? Gosh, I think we're coming up close to our next anniversary will be in March and it'll be five years. Five years. Wow. That's pretty. Imp- that's pretty impressive. That's very, very cool. Do you still like doing it? Covered a lot of ground. Yeah. Do you still like doing it? Absolutely. It's a highlight of the week. We changed the night that we record over the few years, but every, like, right now it's Thursdays. I look forward to the podcast every single week. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's awesome. So we have the results from SummerSlam. Um, I uh, did not watch, but uh, (laughs) so overall, Marty, how was the pay-per-view? How was SummerSlam? It was very good. Yeah, it was, very, it was one of their best pay-per-views in a in a long time. It was great, and all the new changes and everything. It's, it's helped quite a bit, but just the wrestling on its own was so good tonight. Yeah, well, what changes are we talking about here? So they moved out of the, you know, with, with the, the COVID, obviously, you can't do live shows. So they started doing shows from their performance center, which is basically just a warehouse. And, you know, they used all, their, all, all they could to make it look like a normal arena and finally this past weekend was the first time they moved to the uh amway center where the orlando magic play and they took it over and they have this tech company that's known for just like tricking out stages and arenas for events and it's all these monitors and everything they kind of stepped up their game much like sort of the nba it's kind of their version of that it's called the thunderdome and uh it makes everything a whole lot more fun yeah now they 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 actually had um monitors in the in the uh, in the crowd to make it look like and it was just people's faces to make it look like there was a crowd but they were all on monitors yeah you, you logged on and uh, there was a whole process i guess and it can be a little distracting sometimes because you're watching these monitors sometimes a little more than the match but when the match is good you kind of forget about it and from a distance it's it's it looks you know almost as close as possible to the real thing yeah yeah it's it's i saw a little bit of the footage it's it was a uh, kind of an interesting to see uh, now, Marty and, and Sarah, you guys actually, did did wrestling bring you together? Yeah, that's how we actually, uh, we met each other through the podcast. I was looking to start a new podcast, and uh, there were no uh, females, really, so I thought that would be uh, a, a good place to start. So I tried, well, you know, sort of auditioned a couple people, and uh, when I did the uh, podcast with Sarah, it just clicked right away, and then we started dating uh, about a year later. Wow! Look at that, Sarah was a, was a, was a, love at first sight, huh? 
It was one of those things that was really uh, complicated at the time because I was like, oh, this is so great. I know Marty's this great comedian. I'm going to show up. I'm going to do such a good podcast. And I was dating somebody at the time. So I was like, this is great. It's so professional. And then like <laughs> a little ways in, I was like, oh, no, I like him. This is going to ruin everything. But it didn't. And I ended up transitioning nicely into dating Marty and we still do the podcast. So look at that. I wish I could go back and tell myself how easy it was. Oh, look at that. It worked out. It worked out great for you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Look, Sarah, how did you get into wrestling? So uh, a bunch of my friends and I used to watch wrestling at Cardinal, um, this bar up in Lincoln Square, and they would put it on Monday nights for us. And mostly I was just hanging out with my friends. But then after a little while, I started seeing a few of the same people. And I was like, who's this Dean Ambrose? Tell me his story. I started asking (laughs) questions. And once you start asking questions, then you're in. And I was like hooked and, you know, doing research and finding out all the history and stuff. And yeah. I'm still learning a whole bunch. There's so much wrestling. There is. There's a lot. There's a ton. Marty, uh, ever since you were a kid, did you get into it? Oh, yeah. Since I can remember, I was a little kid. It came on after cartoons, and I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm, I'm into it. And it's been nonstop ever since then. Yeah. Yeah, I, it is one of those deals where you know, like for me, just like just like you, Marty, it was I was a, I was a, I was a little kid watching. Uh, that's how I I started watching wrestling when I was a kid, and uh, and have been watching it ever since. You know, I'm 55 years old and I still watch wrestling, and 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 I yeah. and I have no apologies for it. I I love to watch pro wrestling. I just think it's great. Yeah, that's always been the deal with me. Whereas, like, if you were my friend growing up, you liked wrestling. There was no no two ways about it. Like, we were watching the pay per views. At all the big shows, and it's just like if you were if you were uh, either dating me or friends of mine, it's like you you watch this. It was part of the deal. Yeah, there was that uh, just the big the big eighties uh, uh, leap. You know uh, when it when it, they became like basically rock stars, and uh, MTV got involved, and the Cindy Lauper uh, and everything, and that's when wrestling really really did take off nationally. You know. Yeah, that was the best. Like you could watch the A Team, and Hulk Hogan would be on it, or Saturday Night Live, and they'd be on there. And they were—I mean, just like wrestlers were were on everything, and they were such household names. Yeah, it was it was it was a fun time. It was a fun time, and I've been watching wrestling, you know, uh, for forever, and I still think it's great. Um, so uh, uh, the the pay per view from uh, from earlier tonight was SummerSlam, and that is—is is it? Would you would you guys say that uh, Sarah? Would you say that that's Probably second only to WrestleMania as the biggest pay-per-view of the year? Yeah, it's close for the Royal Rumble, but those are the big three. Those are the ones that I feel like the uh, WD Network gets the most traffic. Yeah, but Royal Rumble's a great one, though. That's a that's always a, that's always a fun, yeah. uh, fun pay-per-view. Uh, but I always I, I remember SummerSlam just being really... I mean, I know that there's, a, there's always been a huge buzz surrounding SummerSlam. Um, and and that uh, it's been a very 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 popular uh, pay per view with uh, wrestling fans, and uh, they always they always do a good job uh, uh, promoting it too. Yeah, it's always called the biggest party of the summer, and they it is kind of like it's the second WrestleMania like halfway in between the year, and it's kind of the the cutoff. And and yeah, after tonight, it was it was made their product uh, very exciting again. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about. Sick. We're going to talk about the SummerSlam. We'll do a recap uh, for the uh, pay-per-view of SummerSlam. Uh, and if you want to jump in, you got uh, some wrestling questions or wrestling comments, uh, 312-981-7200. We'd love to hear from you. 312-981-7200. We've got a SummerSlam uh, recap that we're going to do. 
uh, NXT. Uh, they get the NXT takeover. We got results from that, and uh, AEW, the Dynamite. Uh, we'll do a little uh, recap on uh, the uh, latest episode of AEW. How's AEW doing, Marty? It's uh, it, it, awesome. It, yeah, it's yeah. huge, right? They're doing great. Uh, they're just you know they're not trying to be the biggest company in the world. They sort of found their spot, and they're. Uh, Put on great shows, fun TV, and uh, the ratings are good. I'm sure TNT is happy with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, you know you got even and you got to love Chris Jericho. He's always good. he just keeps getting better with age. It's crazy. He does. Uh, he's he's fantastic. I've always been a huge fan of Chris Jericho, and I think uh, what they're doing with AEW is is really cool. And, t- and taking on uh, NXT, d- you know, directly that's a pretty big move. Yeah, head to head on Wednesdays. Yeah. One is on USA, one is on TT. It's our favorite night of wrestling. Like Wednesday is the new Monday when Monday back with Raw and Nitro was the night. Wednesday is the night now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh you guys hang on, okay? We'll do. All right. Hey. All right. There you go. Marty and Sarah. Uh they love wrestling. <laughs> so they've got a podcast called Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, and you can check it out at Marty and Sarah Love dot com. All the results from SummerSlam. We'll talk about uh, NXT, and we'll also talk about AEW. We're talking wrestling, and if you want to join us, it's 312-981-7200. That's the ha- Team Hockberg phone line. So uh, call us up, wrestling fan, questions, comments, 312-981-7200. Hey, Nick DeGilio here on 720 WGN, live in the Skyline studio. We're here until uh, uh, 4. Yeah, right? (laughs) 4. My dad's going to call in later on to tell a joke because it'll be Monday morning and it's a jokey-jokey time. Comedian uh, Calvin Evans is going to join us. Uh, he's got a couple of gigs up at uh, over at Zany's on Well Street. We'll talk about that, plus his uh, work here in Chicago. And he's on the Comedy Central, very popular show called Southside. Tom, you're a fan of, of Southside. Correct, Amundo. Yep. Thank you, Fonzie. Uh, we're talking wrestling. You know, there was a big pay-per-view earlier uh, tonight, and of course it's SummerSlam. And uh, Marty DeRosa and Shara Joy Shockey uh, have a podcast called Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. And uh, we're doing a little recap of uh, not only SummerSlam, but some of the other wrestling news. And here's Marty and uh, Sarah. Hello. Hello, Nick. Okay. So overall, you enjoyed, Marty, we'll start with you. You enjoyed uh, SummerSlam. I did. Yeah, it's a great show. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and Sarah, you with that, right? Yeah, I really like the... Um like having a crowd, even if it's virtual, it really adds to the excitement and the big feel of SummerSlam. Yeah. No, you know, I wanted to ask you if, if let's say there's someone who hasn't watched wrestling in a really, you know, in a really long time, is it good to get back into it now? Is the product really strong, in your opinion, to for people to get back into it if they haven't watched in a while? I think right now it's really interesting historically because we're seeing everybody adjust to 2020 all over the place, but wrestling especially, it's been running this whole time because it was declared an essential business. So um, I think in terms of like, it's not a normal time to watch wrestling, but it's a very interesting time to get into wrestling. Yeah. Marty, what do you think? Yeah, I think with like AEW, uh, which is just 
sort of a newer company. I think that's like a, a fun one to jump back into if you miss like WCW. It's got a lot of a lot of it is very WCW like. It's got a lot of those old vibes. Uh, so if you're one of those fans, I would check that out uh, and and just to see how because I'm not a huge you know wrestling's my number one and only sport for the most part, but I do like checking out like what's baseball doing, what's football doing, what's basketball doing with the you know with the pandemic. And yeah. I think uh, it's interesting to see how some of these different companies are doing. And some have small crowds, some have no crowds. And it's interesting to see. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange time, man. It really is. But uh, you know, uh, it, it, as a fan right now of wrestling, I think they're doing a I think they're doing a pretty bang up job. I got to say, um, you know, as long as everybody is safe, you know, and as you know, as long as you know the 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 participants and the and the crowd is safe and uh you know and healthy that's that you know because i think the product is pretty strong yeah and and on all levels too because sarah could speak on this she did a uh she does color commentating also for black label pro which is a an independent company in northwest indiana and she was at the show everybody had masks on they tested all the wrestlers it's, it's interesting to see how every company sort of deals with it from the small levels up yeah well, you know it's a, it's a challenge, man, and uh, and I think I think a lot of the wrestling companies are rising to the occasion and you know providing much needed entertainment because we need this kind of entertainment now. You know, I mean, I I, I, I wrestling takes me away from all the nonsense in the world. You know, yeah, this is. I mean, I don't know what I would be watching if if I wasn't watching wrestling as much as I had because this weekend was just nonstop, which is like such a nice treat and. You know, you, then you turn on the news and you go, oh, yeah, this is all still happening. But for a little while, wrestling or whatever you're into, and for me, it's wrestling, can take you out of that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's uh, get a caller here. It's Chris on WGN. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, Nick. You were right about that. Wrestling does take away from the politics and the what's going on today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, I want to talk about, you know, like SummerSlams, like they showed the older SummerSlams on Fox this past Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, they showed some of the old Summer Slams uh, uh, over yeah. the weekend. Yeah, I got a few favorite ones, like from the past. Uh, you remember uh, Summer Slam was '91 when Miss Elizabeth and Randy Savage got married, and and then when they was at the reception, it was a, a King Cobra in one of the presents, and Undertaker <laughs> bashed Savage in the head, and they were terrorizing the reception. Let's <laughs> see, so you remember that one, Marty? Oh yeah, that was that was the SummerSlam that was entitled "The Match Made in Heaven" and "The Match Made in Hell," where Macho Man's wedding was the match made in heaven, and uh, Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Warrior, against Sergeant Slaughter and his uh, and his goons was the no match way, made man, in hell. Colonel Mustafa. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, classic stuff right there. Classic stuff. SummerSlam has always been kind of a fun one. Um, so yeah. All right. Hey, thanks, Chris, for the call. All right, let's get let's go through the uh, through uh, the results here. Um, you had the United States uh, United States champion with Apollo Cruz versus MVP, and that was the that was the first match of the of the of the evening. Yeah, that was the uh, the pre show match, and uh, Apollo Cruz retained the title, doing a cool little flip on MVP. Ah, okay. Um, and uh, well, how did you feel, Sarah, about that match? Did you like that one? Uh, I was at that point getting the snacks in oh. place for uh, <laughs> greater evening, so I let Marty fill me in, okay. which so often happens. He usually parks it, and then I do the run around and uh, get done a little later. But you know what? I support the result. Okay, all right. Apollo Cruz uh, is uh, is your winner. Um, all right. How about the SmackDown Women's uh, Champion? That was Bailey versus Oscar. 
Um, and this was the first of two matches for Asuka. Um, yeah, this has been this has been like a big, big angle on TV, and Asuka has has been one of the brightest stars of the of the whole quarantine. She kind of figured it all out at the start, and, and a lot of the TV has been based around her. Yep. Uh, and then on the other side, Sasha and Bailey, who have been just like the two evil women, you know, who have taken over both women's divisions on Raw and SmackDown. So that would be the the first match of the of the night with these two or these three was. Uh, Bailey and Asuka, they just had a, just an awesome match. It was just so good. Yeah. And I, uh, ba- Bailey retained due to some uh, sort of some chicanery for Sasha, but it didn't yeah. really play out the way I thought it would, yeah. Well, I, for me, you know, I mean, the, my favorite performer right now is Asuka I, I, in the entire WWE. I, I just think she's great. And she's great in the ring, and she's hilarious on the mic. Um, and I wish that they, they would have her sit at the table and do a little more play by play because that was hilarious. <laughs> um, I just have think- you ever checked out her video blog on YouTube? It's really good. Oh, is it? Oh, I'll have yeah, to. Ch- I'll very have to ch- cute, very funny. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. But uh, um, no, she's she's definitely my favorite right now, Oscar. I just think she's fantastic to watch. Okay, the uh, ra- the Raw Tag Team Champion, the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. And uh, this yeah, the Street, Street Profits won. I was shocked the Street Profits won this match. This is sometimes you watch and you're just like, I know what's going to happen here. Clearly, they're going to win. But yeah, the Street Profits retain the title. Wow. Okay, that's kind of a surprise. Very much so. Yeah. Um, Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. No disqualification. Loser leaves WWE. So what happened there? This one I really like because it got so intense. It was going to be a hair versus hair match. Right. And then Sonya Deville was like, hey, everybody knows that I don't care if I lose my hair, so let's up the ante. I know I can beat you. How about we do a loser leaves WWE match? And then she lost, and she was, like, crying. Like, you really felt like she lost her job. And I know, like, hopefully there's, you know, a plan for the next step. But, like, you really felt it. And I think she's one of the best performers right now, Sonya Deville. I just believe everything she says. I think she's such a great wrestler. Oh, okay. So it was a good – It was a, that was a good match then? Yeah, very good match. A, lot, like a, a great brawl. And they did some, some fun brawling. Did, so uh, definitely fun to check out. And Otis made an appearance, correct? Oh, <laughs> Otis yeah. was out to celebrate at the end, yeah. Like only he can. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dominic Mysterio and Seth Rollins in a street fight. This has been a real crazy angle. Um, yeah, this was great. This was uh, Dominic's debut. Rey Mysterio's like, had him a 20, like two or kid, 22-year-old kid. Uh, his first match in, on this giant stage, and he did such a great job. It was, it was really awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right, and that 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 angle's uh, uh, you know pretty crazy. I mean that the the, the stuff with uh, with Mysterio's eye that was just insane when they first when tonight. They, yeah, and then tonight they get uh, Dominic's mom involved, so it's like it's getting even crazier. It, wow! It, it really it went to the next level tonight. Yeah, they got the mom involved, so it was very good. Well, Rollins has been doing a good job as a as a heel. I mean, he's really you know he's really obviously embracing it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, he did he. He always uh, with the with the gear that he wears. Whether you know if they're in like third Chicago, he have like Bears inspired gear, or he'll do comic book characters or whatever. It's always something to watch out for. Yeah. And his gear was uh, a, a replica of Rey Mysterio's like famous purple gear from uh, Halloween Havoc when he wrestled Eddie Guerrero. Oh years wow! Ago. 
Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. Really cool. That's pretty cool. All right, uh, the Raw Women's Championship, Sasha Banks versus Asuka, and this time Asuka won. Yeah, this was the second half of that of that chapter, and uh, Sasha and Bailey are kind of, you know, playing off this thing of like, well, you'll beat her. No, you'll beat her. Don't worry about it. And then finally when it came down to it, uh, Asuka was able to, to beat uh, Sasha in a re- another really, like, just technically awesome match they were just throwing each other around like crazy, and uh, Asuka ended up winning the Raw title. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, hang on, okay? Marty and Sarah are with us. They love wrestling. We all love wrestling. If you want to jump in, it's Hello, Nick DeGilio on 720 WGN, live in the Skyline studio here until 4. Um, and coming up after uh, midnight, we're going to be uh, joined by uh, Calvin Evans, who's a uh, stand-up comedian. You can see him on the show uh, on Comedy Central Southside. He's got a couple of gigs at Zany's on Wells. Uh, we'll talk about that and more and the world of comedy. 312-981-7200. That's our phone number. Uh, the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. My guests right now are Marty DeRosa and Sarah Joy Shockey. They have a podcast called Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. And we're talking some wrestling. Um, and here's Marty and Sarah. Hello. Hello, Nick. Hello. All right. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus uh, Randy Orton. This was a big one, right? Oh, yeah. This was uh, one of the, the co-main events. And it was uh, it was so good. It was not what I expected at all. I thought for sure Ric Flair was going to come out and cost Drew McIntyre, but instead they just let these two wrestle. Uh, it was hard hitting. They both bled. Uh, they call it hard way, which means they didn't you know cut themselves with a blade. It was like real deal stuff. It was really good. Yeah, you liked it, uh, Sarah. You know, I really did like what I thought. This was the point where my sister called me and had a very important topic she wanted to discuss. And uh-huh. I was like, okay, it's SummerSlam, but I also want to be a good sister. So I missed most of it. But then when I came out, I was so excited because I really like Drew McIntyre, having seen him on the indies for a while, his two times in WWE, and I'm I'm happy for him to retain the title. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a big fan of Drew McIntyre. I think he's great. Uh, I've always, I've always liked uh, Drew McIntyre. I think he's just fantastic. So, he wrestled in uh, AEW in Berwyn, and he was like a giant among everybody else. He just stood, like he just walked in, and everybody's like, "Oh, this guy's clearly a superstar." This is what he was let go by WWE. Yeah, and he was wrestling anywhere that would have him really, and he just showed up, and it was just like, "Oh, yeah, this guy is is different than everybody else." Yeah, and I interviewed him in the ring, and he kept lifting up the microphone because he's so tall. He kept lifting up the microphone, <laughs> like bring it up a little, bring it up a little higher for me. Yeah, he's a big dude. He is a big dude. Uh, Braun Strowman versus the fiend Bray Wyatt. Um, this has been a weird storyline. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to say that's the one least. way to put it. Yeah, yeah. weird is one way to put it. Uh, what, what would you? What did you guys think of that match? Sarah, what'd you think? No, I've been just kind of like whatever you guys are doing with Alexa. I'm just going to wait it out, and I was rewarded because at the end, Roman Reigns returned, and I was really, really happy to see him. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. I heard that Roman Reigns came back, so that was a big surprise, correct? He came back with veneers. It was the big talk of the wrestling world. Everyone's like, what's his mouth so smiley for? And Sarah's like, oh, it's probably like a mouth guard. And I'm like, I don't know. And then I did some research, and everyone's like, yeah, he has, he's got veneers or something. Uh-oh. His arms were gigantic. He, he hasn't, he hasn't uh, wrestled since the quarantine started, and he uh, he looks amazing, uh, veneers and all. But he came out after uh, Bray Wyatt and The Fiend won the title, and uh, uh, Roman took both of them out. And this was like, I don't know if it's like a full-fledged heel turn, but he was very aggressive, and it made me want to watch the show on Friday. There you go. All mm. right. So overall, good, good, uh, really, really good uh, pay-per-view in your opinion, right? Really good. Yeah, really good. Okay. All right. Yeah, I had a blast. Very cool. All right, let's talk a little bit about um, the uh, NXT TakeOver. Uh, how was that for you? So NXT TakeOver, they're still uh, wrestling from sort of the uh, Full Sail, which is the, the college in Orlando. Uh, they, they put on shows from there. They've done that forever. And it just doesn't it's, – it's got a, a real kind of like – I don't know. The feel there is kind of lame or dull. I don't know the right word for it. It's just kind of a, a boring atmosphere. And the shows have, have sort of reflected that. And they, they don't have that same NXT buzz they had a little while ago. Everyone wrestled really hard, but the show just kind of, uh, it just felt a little, a little not as exciting as usual. Yeah. <clears throat> Sarah, where do you stand on some of the matches that were there, you know, uh, for uh, the NXT TakeOver? That was another show that I got the highlights of. As Marty said yesterday, um, I was booked on an independent wrestling show, the first one I had done since February. And I commentated 25 matches yesterday for three wow. shows. And uh, so I caught all the highlights from AEW and NXT. It was like, I'm not used to having a wealth of wrestling to draw from. So I got all the highlights. And if you had asked me, I'd have been like, yeah, it was a great show. Look at all these exciting moments that happened. But of course, like I didn't really get to see everything unfold as it happened for uh, AEW or NXT. But uh, I'm still very hooked in and excited for everything that's coming next. Um, what were, uh, did you have a, Marty, did you have a highlight at least from the NXT TakeOver? Was there a, a couple of good matches that we, you'd agree with? Yeah, I would say the, uh, I, I would say that the, the ladder match for the North American title, those ladder matches are always wild. They, they do some crazy things. That was really good. And I thought Phil, Finn Balor and, uh, and Timothy Thatcher was just a good, like, ground wrestling match that was just, like, really hard hitting. Yeah. Well, Finn Balor, I, I'm a huge fan. I think he's. I yeah, think he's, he's great. I think he's great. So that was a, that was a that was a that was a highlight. Then, there you yeah, go. that those ladder matches. You can never you can never get enough of those ladder matches. With everybody flipping around and crashing in the table. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that was a it, there, it was a mixed pay per view, but it was uh, or the NXT takeover. Um, yeah. So, all right. But now uh, AEW uh, AEW Dynamite results for uh, this uh, past uh, um, Wednesday. Um, how, how are you, uh, in, I mean, we mentioned that Dynamite is, uh, you know, the AEW right now is the, is the place to be. Um, what were you thinking about some of the last, uh, the last broadcast? It was good. It was, it was, uh, preempted with the NBA. So it was on Saturday, uh, instead of Wednesday. And it felt like if you ever watched WCW Saturday night back in the day and you were like waiting for the Braves game to end. So yeah. you get your WCW and there was, right. there was an NBA playoff game that was once it ended, then it started. And I just got that nostalgic wave back to like 1983 uh, or 1993 like waiting for, you know, the Braves game to wrap up so I can watch WCW Saturday night. Yeah. So it kind of felt the same way. Uh, it was a great show. They're, they're building towards a pay-per-view, but they still put on 
pretty big shows, and they knew they were going up against NXT. So they uh, they had some really fun matches, and uh, the the main event was uh, interesting. Where you thought it would be this really competitive match with Mr. Brody Lee and uh, and Cody, but Brody just destroyed him, and it was very interesting storytelling. Oh, all right. What did you think, Sarah? It's been really fun to watch the Dark Order storyline. Like, they're this group that kind of seem like a cult, and they don't seem like they have it together behind the scenes. But then when they face everybody, they're this, like, threat. And it was really fun to watch that kind of ramp up to where everybody kind of treated them like a joke, and they leaned into being a joke, and then all of a sudden flipped it around, and they're, like, this amazing faction that are really exciting to watch. And uh, I think they're doing that with a lot of groups. They just brought Eddie Kingston in. He's one of our favorites for a long time. And uh, it's just very exciting. You feel the snowball rolling down the hill. It's exciting to be a part of. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I think that I think that they're doing a great job over there. How's it, uh, how how are uh, they handling John Moxley? Oh man, he's he's the champ. He's the top guy. They're letting him kind of do his thing. He had a, a promo setting up his match with MJF, and it was just so good to watch somebody just kind of be themselves, and he cut this really cool promo and just really setting the matchup good. And MJF, like a good a good wrestling bad guy, wants his uh, his finisher outlawed. He has his lawyer involved, and they're trying to get it banned. So it's just classic yeah. pro wrestling. Fantastic. And then uh, then how, and uh, how about Je- uh, how about Jericho? He's still uh, sort of dominating. <laughs> yeah. So Jericho, uh, he's the former champ, and he's been shooting with Orange Cassidy, who. If you're not aware of Orange Cassidy, I think you, I, Nick, I think you would really enjoy his antics. Uh-huh. Um, he's just this uh, cool guy who wears jean jacket and jeans and just has his hands in his pockets the whole time and couldn't be couldn't be bothered with anything. And uh, Jericho is really annoyed with them, and they've been having this back and forth feud. And uh, and since he's Orange Cassidy and Jericho is like the the champagne guy, I don't know if you saw the bubbly stuff. Yeah. So they're going to have a, uh, a mimosa battle where you can win by pinfall <laughs> submission or throw your opponent in a giant vat of mimosas. <laughs> so again, when when wrestling is good, it's like yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's there you go. That's that's you got to love. All right. Well, listen. Uh, the uh, the uh, the podcast is Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. You can check it out, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling dot com. Always a pleasure, uh, guys, and I'm glad you enjoyed SummerSlam. Yeah, thanks, Nick. I hope you enjoy it when you watch it. Okay. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you, Marty. Thanks. Okay, there you go. All right. You can check out their uh, their website. It's martyandsarahlovewrestling.com for a full uh, report on uh, SummerSlam and more. It's always fun to talk wrestling with them. They really, It's really fun to talk with them. I love the fact that they got together because of wrestling.